I know you like that. All right, welcome to the Peep Show. I'm your host today, Matt Johnston. Alongside me, we have Freiburg. What's up, man? Not much. Looking forward to a nice, nice uh, fall Sunday slate of football. Notice also that I didn't introduce the panel today um, because there is no panel. I think everyone had a late night last night with the fight and just the just the miraculous slate of college football that we were gifted yesterday. I think it was a long day for those folks. It was a a day in sports. You know, you don't get many of those uh, often where you can get a you know a great boxing match to cap off a full slate of college football and MLB playoffs. I mean, you get. You get Alabama winning that late one against Texas – or uh, losing – excuse me, losing. I'm not used to saying that against Texas A&M. And then you get that fight to cap off the night. It's truly, truly a gift uh, this fall season. Uh, so without the panel today, uh, Freiberg and I are just going to run through the slate and give our picks. Um, before we get into it, go follow the Peep Show at the Peep Show Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Go follow myself, um, Johnny Hazoff, on those platforms as well. Um, go follow the Naked Take uh, at the Naked Take on those platforms, and then again, go follow Johnny Radio if you haven't done so already on Instagram and Twitter. All right, we're just going to get right into the slate. We're going to try to make this a short show because we only have the two of us, but we're just going to run through the standings real quick from last week. I was going to give kudos to Brad because he went thirteen. Well, he's thirteen and seven overall, so he's currently leading our panel with picks. Kyle and Tyson are 10 and 10. Uh, TJ, Nick are at 9 and 11. I'm currently sitting at 8 and 12. Freiburg, you're right behind me at 7 and 13. And then Tommy's uh, dwelling in the basement at 6 and 14. Freiburg, you're leading the mortal lock. Uh, picks at 3 and 1. Brad's at 2 and 2. Tyson, Kyle, and Tommy and Nick are at 1 and 3. And then TJ and I have yet to get a mortal lock win. We're at 0 and 4. So. Um, I was going to give props to the people uh, for for doing well well last week. I think Brad went five and zero, so he actually had the first perfect week for those on the panel. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll just go right into the slates and then give our picks, and then we'll be out of here for Sunday. All right, uh, first on the docket, we got Green Bay minus three and a half going to Cincinnati. What do you like about this, man? It's going to be. I think it's a uh, you know maybe. You know, changing of the guard with the you know elite level quarterbacks here with uh, Aaron Rodgers versus Joe Burrow. I'm um, excited to see that duel. Hopefully, um, obviously, could be a game where we get a lot of points. Um, the addition to Jalen Smith for Green Bay. We'll see how that works out. Um, they had another piece of that defense. Um, yeah, overall, I think I'm just. Looking to see some good high-level quarterback play, and you know, I think this is a this might be a little. You look at it, and you go, oh, Green Bay minus three and a half against Cincinnati. That looks like a lock, but um, who knows? I mean, since he's been playing well, we got some momentum. Um, this was their real. I think this might be one of their real first tests. Uh, see how this team holds up, but. Um, Really excited to see, excited to see this quarterback play. Yeah, for sure. This is definitely um, 
a great game for Cincinnati. Really show what they're made of. They're playing good football right now, and I like how you men- mentioned the changing of the guard because I saw this graphic. You know, Aaron Rodgers next to Joe Burrow, and it's just it just really is you know what we're looking forward towards in the future for good quarterback play. Um, this is a great game. Uh, this is actually one of my picks. I'll get into it later. Um, so that's going to be a good one. It's Cincinnati. Next up, we got Minnesota at home against Detroit. Minnesota is 12-5-1 against the Lions, against the spread, and their last uh, 18 games played against one another. Uh, what are you looking forward towards in this one, if anything? I know the, the Lions are just looking god-awful this year, but they're looking for that first one. Yeah. As uh, It's funny. Every time I see Detroit, I don't know what it is, but I just – maybe it was that first game against San Francisco with the comeback, but um, I always feel like they're going to be in it. For some reason, even though they've been blown out multiple times this year, um, I don't know what you know. I think this could be a potential game where Minnesota kind of gets back in the hunt in that NFC North. Um, Kirk Cousins, you know, I don't, I, I'm not really going to be paying attention to this game, but uh, I think it could either be, I think seven and a half. It's a good line for Minnesota, but at the same time, I don't know. I, Detroit definitely personnel-wise, they're not quite there yet, but it seems like they've been playing hard and uh, they've been putting together some good halves of football, but not really put together the whole game. Yeah, from a Detroit standard, I thought they were playing decent quality of football in these first four games. I expected them to beat the Bears last week. That did not happen, obviously, with Justin Fields doing his thing. Um, I don't know. This game with a seven and a half spread like that, I I like Minnesota to cover that, but I'm gonna give it to Detroit. I'm not picking this game, but I'm looking at Detroit to to make that game close and uh you know possible for them to get that first win. All right, we're gonna go to Pittsburgh. Uh the Broncos three and one coming uh coming to Pittsburgh at one and three. Uh, spread is, you know, it's weird to see a one and three team favorite, but it's essentially a pick'em game here. Pittsburgh minus one and a half. Um, and this one really, I I like the Steelers to rebound, um, just because I am, you know, just stuck in this state where I refuse to see the Steelers as a one and four team. Um, I don't think the Broncos are that good, and that was showcased last week when they got throttled by the Ravens at Mile High. Uh, I love the Steelers to rebound here. I don't think it's necessarily the end for Ben. I like him to to finish the season in a decently strong way, and I expect the Steelers to get back on track this week. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure what kind of Ben we're going to see today. Um, it's trending pretty poorly. Uh, it's kind of a bummer to see. Uh I don't know if it's a mixture of just the offense they're they're trying to put out. And I think it's just him just not being as mobile. And, you know, it's tough to see. And this, you know, Bridgewater, they said he's playing today. That was a, a real question mark. Uh, could be why the Steelers are favored. Um, but I'm interested to see how Denver's defense – you know, plays on the road, you know, always seems like they always have an advantage when they're in, in mile high. Uh, I don't know what it, what it is, the altitude or something, but interested to see how, you know, Denver's defense is going to match up with 
you know, a real hampered Pittsburgh offense. Um, because I think Bridgewater is going to be able to control the game. I don't really know. I mean, I guess Pittsburgh's defense, you know, had a tough, tough job against Green Bay, but you know, maybe I don't, I don't see this being a high scoring game, but yeah, I mean, I, I think this could really go either way. Yeah, I'm definitely looking at the under on this one, but expect a yeah. close game in Pittsburgh. Uh, we're going to go to Tampa. Miami's coming to town. They're uh, plus 10.5 against the Buccaneers. <laughs> um, uh, I would like to say I want to see Tampa rebound, but they won last week, so that's really not the right way to say it. But I like to see them get back on a, a dominating winning path. My only issue with this game is Brian Flores. He does know Tom Brady. You know, He spent 10 years with him in New England. And, you know, historically, Brady has struggled against the Dolphins. So we'll see if that comes into play here. I don't think it will. I think Tampa really gets back on track um, with their defense, especially against that hurt Miami offense. Uh, but we'll see. What do you think, man? Yeah, I mean, emotional emotional game last week for Tampa, it seemed like. Um, I wasn't expecting that one to be as close as it was, but, you know, Tom Brady having to deal with, you know, two past back-to-back weeks where, you know, they've had Belichick guys playing against them. So, yeah, I mean, I, I was uh, – we were talking earlier. Um, seems like Miami's offense, you know, is pretty banged up right now. Not really many weapons out there, but at the same time, Tampa's defense is a little banged up as well in the secondary. Um, but, you know, I – I do see Tom Brady, you know, bouncing back. Well, not bouncing back, but, you know, they won last week, but I see him having a good game. He does play for weird, for some weird reason. Um, he does always struggle sometimes against the Dolphins, but, you know, I see Tom Brady having a good game today. And, you know, I think the Dolphins are in trouble. Yeah. I mean, they're sitting at one and three right now and, uh, the stretch isn't looking too great for them. All right, let's go to uh, Washington, New Orleans, uh, minus one and a half against the against the football team. I I, I don't know. I the winner of this game is going to go to three and two, which is going to be interesting. Um, which might set them up, you know, decently well in their respective divisions. Um, the issue all season for the Redskins, or excuse me, the football team, has been their defense. Um, you know, highly rated coming in, and they're obviously one of the worst in league in yardage and points allowed this year, which is uncharacteristic for them since they really lost no one from last year. Uh, you know, and then you have Jameis Winston on the other side having an up-and-down year. Um, we're looking for that consistency from him. Uh, this is game's essentially a pick em. Uh Who do you like in this one, man? Yeah, I mean, I think New Orleans still trying to figure out, you know, their offense right now. Sean Payton, usually pretty good at making adjustments. Um, Washington's defense hasn't looked great. Should be interesting to see if, you know, at least, you know, New Orleans offense, Washington defense, they can, who's going to get back on track. Um, I think New Orleans has, you know, they got their defense as well. They didn't play too well last week, but I think they can, they can bounce back against, you know, Heineke. Um, but yeah, I, I 
think this is another toss-up game, but um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see with this Washington defense. I mean, they they have made really any adjustments, and if New Orleans can make the adjustments on offense. Yeah, I'm just waiting for them to turn it around, so we'll see. I'm not taking this game, but I like Washington at home. Carolina at home, minus three and a half against Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia had a rough one last week, to say the least, against the Chiefs. Carolina also a rough loss in Dallas. Um, Dallas is looking pretty good right now. Carolina is still, I think, a great team. I think they're well coached. It's minus three and a half. I like Carolina to cover that. I. It's going to be a rough year for the Eagles. I don't know how people feel about Jalen Hurts, especially in the city of Philadelphia. I've never been a fan. I don't think he's the answer. The Eagles have problems on defense. Um, they're going to have a lot of issues, I think. Carolina plays well at home. This is no question in my book. Yeah, I, I think uh, you know Carolina. They, yeah, they, they just find ways to win games, and you know I think I don't know, Philly. Just you know, they're multiple pieces away. Uh, I think Carolina's a little more overall, you know, put to, put together team on both sides of the ball, and you know, Philly's just been. I, they're in a rebuild. I, I think they need to accept that. Carolina three and a half is a good, good bet. I, for some reason, I uh, I always confuse Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz because <laughs> you know how Darnold used to play on the Jets and then Wentz was on yeah. the Eagles. Like both teams are green, both teams are in the Northeast. For some reason, I'm like this is a revenge game, and I'm like no, it's fucking not. So um, for some reason, I always have to remind myself of that. Yeah. Uh, next up, <laughs> we got Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars 0-4 sitting at home uh, against the Tennessee Titans minus 4.5. The Titans are 2-2. Two two. They had a rough, rough, rough uh, week last week against the Jets who got their first win. Zach Wilson played the game of his career, his very short career so far. Uh, meanwhile, he's back to form right now against the Falcons in London. Um, it's minus 4.5. I... Uh, <laughs> I mean, with everything going on in Jacksonville right now, with Urban Meyer, with the team, there's no way you can take them. I love Tennessee to rebound here. Uh, I think Tractor Cito might run for 500 yards. Um, I don't know what else to say about this one. It's just a, it's just not a great game. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even want to get into the Urban Meyer thing. It's just, I. That organization, I, yeah, I don't know what's just, I don't know what, what's going to happen moving forward with that. But uh, I mean, good for good for Meyer for getting his, but it's just a dump, dumpster fire of an organization right now. And yeah. If he's trying to self sabotage, he's doing a fantastic job. So good for him. Yeah, I mean, and then I think you could also take the spin that maybe maybe this will rally the team for some reason. I don't. <laughs> Maybe they're just going to go out and play the guard. And believe it or not, I almost tried to talk myself into that. But (laughs) I think he's lost that locker room. You know, when you're coaching in the NFL, you're coaching grown-ass men, and they don't necessarily have to respect you the way college kids kind of have to respect you in a way. Right. I don't. Again, I don't want to get into this because it's just a. It's just. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, looking from the outside in our perspective, it's just a funny, funny headline. Um, so yeah, so look for the Titans to run here. Uh, let's look at New England, minus nine and a half, going to Houston to play the Texans. Texans are one and three. Uh, New England coming off that emotional uh, loss last week where they they were very much in that game, and they just yeah. didn't pull it out. I mean, give credit to Mac Jones and Bill Belichick to really keep Tampa in check. Um, it's a big spread, minus nine and a half. I, I, I mean, but you look at Houston last week just getting – I mean, demolished by Buffalo. I like New England here. I'll give them 10. What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Houston... I mean, I was pleasantly surprised by New England last week. I was not expecting them to keep it that close, but um, I think Belichick is... You know, that team's kind of turned a corner. Mac Jones, a lot to take away from that last week. He played, played really well. I was very, very surprised by that. And, you know, he held his own, and you know, I think that that gave him some confidence. And you know, they, you know, this Houston team, they, they, yeah, they're they're in a rebuild too. And, you know, I think I think this is a good good game for New England to, to kind of get back on track. You know, recover from last week, get a good solid win. You know. They're on the road, but I like, I like to it. I mean, it's it's you can't necessarily write off Davis Mills, but I'm gonna write him off. Yeah, he's just a placeholder, and the dude's got a degree from Stanford. Just let him do a couple games or whatever, and just get out of the fucking league and let someone else come in. All right, an interesting one, I think. Uh, Las Vegas at home, minus five and a half against the Chicago Bears. Matt Nagy is just a weird fucking dude. I don't know what he is saying and after this press conference is in terms to his quarterback room. You know, he's saying that, you know, all options are on the table. And then he goes, uh, well, initially, you know, he was like, Dalton's our quarterback. And then he goes, anyone's on, any, everyone's on the table for who we can play. And then he's like, all right, we're going to go with Justin Fields. I think he's just a guy off the coach, and I can't wait for him to leave Chicago. Problem yeah. is, Fields might play well enough to keep him there, keep his job. So I don't know what's going to happen, but it's an interesting one in Vegas. Uh, let's see if Vegas can rebound after their first loss of the year. Uh, I'm just hoping for an exciting game, but I think Vegas will pull this one out. Um, what do you think, Robert? Yeah, I mean, Vegas weird Monday night game. They always kind of seems like every time Vegas is in front of you, always get some something crazy to happen. But yeah, I think. I think Vegas defense, you know, bounces back. That front four, whatever, seven. They, they, uh, you know, they, they played well those first three games. And, you know, I, I'm not confident with Chicago's offense in general. Um, you know, I think they might pressure Fields and you know force him to make some decisions he's you know not not accustomed to yet in the NFL. And, you know, I think. I like Vegas too, but yeah, I think this is kind of a game where it could be a weird one. But yeah, I think I think Vegas so far this year has showed showed some good, more good than, than Chicago. Yeah, if Chicago could pull us out. They'd be three and two. 
uh, which is which is just interesting. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Los Angeles and Inglewood. We have the Browns coming to visit the Chargers. Chargers are at minus one and a half. Great game, great game. I mean, besides Chiefs Bills, you got to say this might be the game of the week. Yeah, I mean, you look at it. Herbert versus, versus Baker. Uh, haven't really looked much into this this Baker Mayfield shoulder issue, um, but that kind of scares me a little bit. I think they might rely on the run, um, which is not bad. But you know, I think I think it's going to be an interesting interesting matchup here with you know Herbert. He's looked great versus Cleveland's defense, which is looked great. Miles um, Garrett's been playing playing great. Um, that secondary is real solid. Um, so yeah, I think it's gonna be a close game. Uh, but just just the Baker thing scares me a little bit. Um, and the Chargers are at home. Uh, they had a good home game last weekend or last on Monday night, and uh, you know they played really well there. So should be interesting. Yeah, I love the Chargers this year. I love the way. Um, Justin Herbert just stands in the pocket. His awareness, his presence, the way he runs out offense. Um, I think he just does a fantastic job. And when you look at him side by side compared to Baker, it's just miles and miles apart, in my opinion, on what an NFL quarterback should look like in Justin Herbert and then what Baker is, who's just very... I mean, he's on a great team, so he's very serviceable, but he just, I don't think he has it to take that next leap like a uh, like a person like Aaron Rodgers, for example, that just knows how to play in the NFL and just knows how to win games and yeah. really take command of a team and, you know, lead them to wins consistently. And I like that, what I see in Justin Herbert. Um, Dallas, minus seven and a half, playing the Giants. G-Men got their first win last week. Saquon looks better. I'll give him that. Uh, but the Cowboys are playing really well. Their only loss of the year was week one against uh, the Buccaneers. Dallas is playing at home again. I feel like they always play at home for some reason. But uh, this is a game that's interesting for me, not only because I think you know the hook's interesting at seven and a half, but I like I like the Giants for a chance to win this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, as a as a Giants fan, uh, I was able to watch a good bit of that game last weekend, and yeah, I was I was thrilled with Daniel Jones' performance. He he hasn't been as bad as you know his previous two seasons, I don't think. And don't you, you know, just love to say that? Like he didn't yeah. look as bad. That's just like yeah. a great benchmark to hit. Yeah, and uh, you know he, I think. You know, a lot of their issues weren't him, and you know, I was really happy that he was able to, you know, you know, lead that team into a, a really gritty overtime win. And you know, I think a lot of the blame could be on Jason Garrett uh, for you know putting him in some uh, weird situations. And you know, but what they did last week, I loved how they were able to you know utilize Kadarius Tony. They're able to, you know, get Galladay involved. They're, they have all these weapons, but they hadn't used them yet. Seemed like they just put them in the right positions. But you know, as well as Saquon too. You know, you, you just get get those guys out in space and you know take a little pressure off Danny Jones. And, you know, I think 
last week you can see, you know, there's something there. And uh, but yeah, I mean, seven and a half seems. I mean, Dallas has been playing great, but the trend of Dallas has always been play really great, have a setback, play really great, have a setback. I don't know if this is the week that Dallas, you know, puts the foot off the off the pedal, but you know, I, I I don't know if the, the deal was with the Jalen Smith getting released. Um, kind of bizarre. I don't know if, what the deal was with that, but um, yeah, the Dallas defense been playing great. You know, Dak Prescott's been making, you know, he's looking like an MVP candidate right now, so. Yeah, I think it's going to be – and Dallas Giants always seems to always be a good game or at least, you know, have some fun things going on in it. So, yeah, I mean, I could see Giants playing it close. Yeah, I love this to be a close game. And just when you want to write off Danny Jones, yeah. he fights his way right back into the conversation. And then obviously that's helped with Saquon being healthy and playing well and, you know – you factor all that in, and the Giants might have something cooking there. Uh, let's just run through these next three games real quick. We got Arizona 4-0, minus 5.5 against San Francisco. San Francisco, uh, unfortunately, they play in the best division of football in the NFC West. They're 2-2. Two two. Uh, Arizona is the only remaining undefeated team in the NFL. They're playing really well. They beat the Rams handedly last week. I, I – I, Easily want to take Arizona minus five and a half, but San Francisco, even though they're playing on the road, they just have that that fight, that grit to keep it within you know within a close score. You know when they especially play these NFC West opponents, I'm expecting a close game. We'll see. Yeah, I, I you know Arizona, I bet against them last week against the the Rams. Um, can't say I've watched. Too much of their games so far, but yeah, I'm Shanahan always, you know, he's always game planning. He always always brings in a great game game plan. It seems, and you know, Kittle's not going to be on, and and uh, Trey Lance is starting for Garoppolo. Um, so seems like things are stacked against San Francisco, but Kyler Murray's been playing great. Looks like an MVP right now, um, and I, I'm really interested to watch that game. Yeah, it's going to be a good one for sure. Uh, let's go to Kansas City at home against Buffalo. Another another fantastic game, probably the game of the week. Um, I don't know, man. This is a toss up for me, but it's hard to bet against Buffalo right now, which means I like Kansas City. I they're two and two right now. You know, they were sitting at the at the basement of the uh, AFC West there for a little bit. Um, but I like them to rebound here. I like them to tame Buffalo a bit, and I like them to – I mean, they're favored right now. I don't think they should be. I think Buffalo should be, but playing an arrowhead is always tough. But I like yeah. Kansas City here. Yeah, I think this could be a potential AFC championship preview. Um, Kansas City got back on track against Philly last week. Buffalo has been playing great ever since that first loss to the Steelers. Um yeah, it's going to be, I think, two and a half, so, you know, for Kansas City. Can't go wrong with that. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch watch that uh, watch that showdown. 
Yeah, definitely watching that one. And then uh, let's cap it off on Monday night. Baltimore at home against Indianapolis. Um, Baltimore minus six and a half right now. Baltimore three and one. Indianapolis sitting at one and three. Rough year for them. Uh, you know, with the, the the health issues with Carson Wentz and just the Colts in general as a team not playing up to expectations when they were supposed to have a pretty good year this year. Uh, I don't know. I like Baltimore to easily win by a touchdown. I'm not. I'm not giving Indy much hope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there was a lot of hype with Indy coming in this year. You know, with you know, it looked like their offense was going to be good and that offensive line and that defense. But yeah, I think Baltimore they bring a little too much to the table here, and I like a touchdown as well. Um, and you know, Carson Wentz. I don't, I don't know what it's going to take for him to get back to whatever form people always talk about him getting in, but I, yeah, I really like both. Yeah. I think we'll be waiting on that for a while. So that's our, that's our Sunday slate. Uh, let's just go through our picks real quick. Uh, I got green Bay minus three and a half in Cincinnati. I got Pittsburgh at home minus one and a half. I got Carolina at home minus three and a half against the Eagles, Tennessee on the road in Jacksonville minus four and a half. Chargers minus one and a half home against the Cleveland Browns. I like all the favorites this week. Uh, I I went two and three last week, but I felt like I went zero and five. I'm eight and twelve on the year. I'm looking for a strong week to get back in that conversation. Um, so we'll see, man. I, I didn't try to put too much thought into it this week. So what do you got, man? All right. So I got Tampa ten and a half against Miami. Got New Orleans minus one and a half against Washington. New England. Nine and a half against Houston. Chargers minus one and a half against Cleveland. And Arizona five and a half against San Fran. Yeah, I should have mentioned my lock of the week is Green Bay. Oh, oh yeah. Even yeah. though I I <laughs> I seen I don't know. I, I picked them last week or not last week, two weeks ago for my lock. That didn't work. Um who do you got for your lock? My lock, I will do New England nine and a half against Houston. Love it. Anything against Houston, easy bet in my opinion. Yeah. I probably should switch to that. All right, that is the Peep Show Week 5. Um, again, I'm your host, Matt Johnson, along with Freiberg. Our panel is MIA today. We got we to gotta get a wellness check on them. Uh, tune in next week for Week 6. We put on. I put out posts on the Peep Show uh, pod feed on Instagram and Twitter for our picks, our results, our standings. You can follow all of that along on social media. All right, man. Let's have a good week. Let's do something well. All right, man. Take it easy.